The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. It's a Super Bowl edition of the Get Paid Podcast. We got the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Kansas City Chiefs. We got all the lines from BovadaSportsBook.com. I'm going to be digging into, um, basically I'm going to be digging into the game here. I'm actually doing an episode of the Function Sportsaholic as well. We're going to get into a lot of the kind of the more fun prop bets, although I'm going to be kind of going through the same spiel, the games and all that, because, you know, of course we're going to be talking about the over-under. We're going to be talking about, you know, each team's ability to score. We're going to be talking about first half, second half, all that stuff. Maybe we'll get into some MVP, like some player props and all that stuff. I like the fun, if, if you're kind of a longtime listener to the show, you know that I like the, the fun bets, so like, you know, how long is the national anthem going to go? Um, you know, what color is the Gatorade going to be poured? I'm going to do all that stuff in the functional sports hall because I think it's more ridiculous. Um, but uh, but it's stuff I like to do every year. So if you if you like to do those things as well, you can check that out. There's usually always one. Um, I don't know what Bavada has, you know, listed. I, I, I've taken a quick look, but um, we're going to go kind of review those at length in the other podcast. But um, there's usually one or two that are like locks. And they're like five hundred dollar cap bets or something like that. They are absolute locks to win five hundred bucks. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be running through those. Hopefully we can unearth one over in the other podcast. But this one's gonna be more like I said, um, uh, football focused. You know, high level. Let me just say this: Bavada has the Kansas City Chiefs as a one and a half point underdog. So it's Kansas City Chiefs are getting one and a half points according to Bavada. Now, um. What do I think about that at a high level? I got to say, I'm torn in many directions on this. I do think when Philadelphia is full strength, I think Philadelphia has been the best team all year. If you've listened to power rankings on this podcast or on the Functional Sports of Hawk or anything like that, you know, I've generally been putting like the Buffalo Bills or the Cincinnati Bengals or the Kansas City Chiefs up there. I think Philadelphia and Buffalo have have generally traded the number one um, spot. Um, Philadelphia, when Jalen Hurts is a quarterback, has been undefeated all year except for that stupid fluke game, and it cost me money, that fluke game against the Washington Commanders where they just kept fumbling the ball in the red zone. I mean, Philadelphia absolutely outplayed Washington in that game, but they lose, and, and that's what happens. And by the way, that's what could happen in the Super Bowl. You never know. You know, uh, a couple years ago, by the way, I think the San Francisco 49ers played, outplayed the Kansas City Chiefs for about uh, 58 minutes in that game. And Kansas City came back and won that Super Bowl. So anything can happen here. Um, First instincts, whenever I see Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs offense getting a point and a half, I'm thinking that's good value. But, man, Philadelphia is strong. So we're going to kind of dig into a lot of the stats, too. I like to go to the team rankings. I don't know where you like to get your stats. Team rankings has a nice little build-out for me and what I I like to use. They're not a sponsor or anything, but uh, that's just what I use. Um, so let's let's take a look. High level. If I'm just um, you know digging. Actually, you know what? Let's not. Let's get granular. Let's go to the first quarter, um, first half type of stats. So if I'm looking at the first quarter, um, first quarter, Bavada has Kansas City plus 0.5. Really, every single quarter, it's Kansas City plus 0.5 in this match. Um, so, okay, so, you know, regardless, Philadelphia, again, Bavada has it, minus 0.5 in every single matchup, and that's fine. Uh, you know, Kansas City is going to win a quarter here, and I think and I'm in a pool, a separate pool, so I, I can say, like, outside of this podcast, I'm probably going to pick, like, Kansas City by 20 because the only way I can win my pool is to, to pick Kansas City in a blowout. I'm leaning Philadelphia in this game. But let me just go to, like, the team rankings all year, right? It's team average scoring margin. Team average scoring margin, which means the average number of points that Philadelphia wins, or or really any NFL team wins or loses by, 
This year, Philadelphia, no shock, is number one. They have an average margin. They average every game a win by 10 points, 9.9. Kansas City, that's number one in the league for Philadelphia. Number two, San Francisco at plus 8.7. Number three is Buffalo at 8.6. Number four is Kansas City at 7.2. And if you're wondering where Cincinnati is, the other uh, championship league uh, contestant, because we have Philadelphia, San Francisco, Kansas City on the top four, uh, uh, Cincinnati's number six at plus 6.2. And that's not bad considering they slept walk through the first quarter of the season, but that's, that is what it is. So if you're looking at just margin of victory, if you're looking at Kansas City plus 7.2, uh, Philadelphia plus 9.9, that's a difference of 2.7 in Philadelphia's favor. Is that the whole story? No. I mean, strength of schedule has a lot to go into that. Uh, player health has a lot to go into that. For instance, if uh, Jalen Hurts wasn't hurt for like three of those games where Gardner Minshew was playing, that 9.9 would be over 10 points. We know that. Um, let's look at the first quarter points per game because this, this is, to me, the more important bit. Um, I was talking last week, you know, in the the Bengals and the, um, the Eagles, and, you know, of course, Purdy gets hurt in like the first series and screws everything up. Uh, but I thought that Philadelphia was going to jump out to about a 10-point lead. I think they went into halftime up by 14, if memory serves. My theory was that San Francisco was going to come back. They were going to win the third, win the fourth quarter with Brock Purdy, but still lose the game by a field goal. Well, once Purdy went down with that elbow, I mean, it was it was over. It was over. And then uh, the backup there, I can't even remember who they brought into backup. I have Josh Dobbs on the brain, but I know that was a, that was Tennessee. Um, um, but anyway, the guy, the dude went out, you know, with a concussion. It was just, it, it's it was a bummer. It was a bummer of an NFC championship to watch, unless you're an Eagles fan, I guess. It's just like there's no game there. But, you know, how you get out to a lead matters. I think Kansas City generally starts fast and then they're a little bit slow in the third quarter. Um, and then maybe they can finish the game strong. So that start in the game where Kansas City's getting a half point, that's very important. I look at first quarter stats. How do the Eagles, how do the Kansas City Chiefs start? First quarter points per game uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles, they average 5.8 points in the first quarter. Kansas City's 5.4, okay? So of uh, uh, basically a plus 0.4 just offensively. But then I wanted to look at the defense. And so bear with me because I'm on the, uh, the team rankings website here, defense by quarter, first points, because uh, I don't have a margin. I like to use margin usually. Uh, Philadelphia averages giving up. Let's see, where are you, Philly? Where are you, Philly? They're hiding from me here. You would think they would be in the top level, but they are not in the top 10. Okay, so they give up 4.4 points. They average four point. Um, they average five point eight, but they give up four point four. So they basically they win the first quarter by an average of one point four points per game. Kansas City defensively gives up three point four points per game and they score 5.4 points per game, right? So Philadelphia averages a two-point margin. So that just goes to show you, I mean, I really do think that Philadelphia is a is a good first-quarter team. I'm sorry. Well, I think both, I mean, they're the Super Bowl teams. They're both great. But, you know, if you're looking at first point, who's likely to get off to the faster start, I kind of look at this, and I kind of think Kansas City's defense has historically played better this season to start the game, right? Maybe not adjusting so well in the second half. I just said Kansas City slows down the second half quite a bit, and that's that, you know, the numbers kind of match my eyes there, what I'm seeing in the stats. Um, and then Philadelphia kind of does the opposite. They kind of separate incrementally by each quarter, and I think you see that with strong running teams. You know, you have great running backs in Philadelphia with Gainwell. You have great running back with Miles Sanders, obviously. And, of course, Jalen Hurts' ability to run that matters quite a bit. Um, my feeling here is Kansas City probably jumps out to first quarter lead, or at the very least, they tie in the first quarter. So, once again, Bavada's given me .5 in the first quarter. I'm going to go ahead 
and take Kansas City in the first quarter by 0.5. Second quarter, I'm staying away from it. Um, then, you know, third quarter, fourth quarter, I want to look into these. So I'm going to go back into the team rankings here, see how Philadelphia is in the third quarter. Uh, I need to go back to some links here as I jump around. Okay, so Philadelphia's defense. Let me pop that open. Where are you? This is very, very riveted, riveting podcasting here. Uh, scoring offense by quarter right here, third quarter. Kansas City. All right, so let's look at the margins in the third quarter. Kansas City is actually a little bit better than I thought. They come out and they score 6.3 points in the third quarter, which is third in the league. Uh, Philadelphia is not as good in the third quarter. Where are you? They're at 4.7. So Kansas City third quarter in terms of offensive scoring, they have a margin of 1.6. Uh, that that's I mean that's a pretty significant number. That's a pretty significant number. Now defensively, Philadelphia 3.3 points. So their their halftime adjustments. This is what this is telling me. Philadelphia's defense adjusts incredibly well at halftime. Um, they give up less points in the third quarter than they do in the first quarter. 3.3. If you look at the total margin, Philadelphia scores 4.7. That's plus 1.4 in favor of Philadelphia. Kansas City's defense gives up 3.5. So they make some adjustments at halftime. Um, but that's, th oh my goodness, it's a plus 2.8 for Kansas City. So I'm going to take Kansas City again in the third quarter. Once again, just to remind everybody, Bavada every single quarter is giving Kansas City plus 1.5. So if Kansas City ties a quarter, that means that they win the bet. I'm going to take Kansas City in the third quarter. You know, this is interesting because I'm just looking at just the high base level st stats. I kind of like Kansas City in the first quarter. I like them in the third quarter. And if I like a team in the third quarter, I usually like them to win. So I want to go back and I want to look at the second quarter just to make sure I'm running everything that we need to do here. I want to look at um, basically first half and second half margin here. Um, cause Kansas, like Philadelphia, they have to start, they have to start a little bit better. Let me look at defense. Philadelphia is 5.2, the second best team in the second quarter. And where are you in the fourth Philadelphia? They must be shutting people down in the fourth quarter here. Philadelphia in the fourth defensively, mm, not so great. 5.9 in the fourth. And, you know, that's indicative. If they're, you know, their scoring margin, their winning margin is 9.9, .9, you give up a couple more points, you do the bend, don't break thing. But let me go back to the uh, scoring offense in the third and the fourth quarter, or I'm sorry, the second and fourth, because that's going to be important um, as we project our things. Because, again, I'm leaning Kansas City here at this point based on what I'm seeing. And at first, when I was coming to this podcast, I was honestly I was going to take Philadelphia. So if you hear the, the trepidation, the hesitation, it's uh, because I'm wondering what the heck's going on with my stats here. All right, let's see here. Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Hmm. In the fourth quarter, they're only scoring 5.9 points per game as they're running out the clock on the teams that they're beating the crud out of. Second quarter points, Philadelphia leads the league at 12.4 points per game in the second quarter. That's a massive number, but number three on this list, Kansas City Chiefs at 10.1. Wow. These two teams. Wow. This is a closer matchup than I had really given it credit for in my head. 10.1s. And then let me go back again. I would just want to look at this defensive matchup in the fourth. Wow. That is very interesting. Very interesting indeed. Let's go back to the... Where are you? Well, let me say this while I'm fumbling around. The scoring margin per game is one thing, but a lot of that scoring margin for like the Philadelphia Eagles, the Kansas City Chiefs, all that stuff, a lot, a lot of that's driven by what happens earlier in the game. So when two really good teams play each other historically, you know that scoring margin, that total game scoring margin goes out the window. 
And if Philadelphia, if the, at the end of the game, the teams are at that point, it, it, you know, if teams are on average losing by 9.9 points per game, they're passing, you know, Kansas City is going to be able to pass, right? So it's telling me that Philadelphia's bend don't break game. Uh, you know, I know they have Slay. I know all that stuff. Where are they going to put Slay, by the way? Are they going to try to, you know, put him up against uh, Travis Kelsey? Uh, Slay has been fantastic at shutting down the top wide receiver. I don't think they're going to put Slay on Travis Kelsey, although if I'm Philadelphia, that's probably where I'm leaning because Kansas City's game is spreading the ball around, and then when they need something, they throw it to Travis Kelsey. So let me say this. If you're in an in-game better and you're thinking about, okay, what am I going to do? If you start to see Slay on one side of the field, if he's covering like Marquez Valdez-Scantling, or if he's trying to match up with uh, Smith-Schuster, or if he's trying to match up with, I don't know, McCole Hardman or any of these other guys, and uh, Kadarius Tony, any of these guys on the outside, I don't like it for Philadelphia because Kansas City is going to eat up the Philadelphia Eagles with Travis Kelsey, and Travis Kelsey is going to finish with like 10 catches and 120 yards, maybe no touchdowns. That doesn't necessarily matter, but Philadelphia is going to retain possession, and, and Isaiah Pacheco is going to be able to run. If Slayton, if they put a Slay on Kelsey to try to limit him, I like Philadelphia's chances a lot more, but I'm going to tell you this. Right now, Kansas City, Bavada has at plus 1.5. I'm taking Kansas City in this game based on what I'm seeing here in the first, second, third, fourth quarter numbers because if Kansas City's hanging around and and they're passing to win the game, what I'm seeing in the stats is that Philadelphia will let the pass go, and it's all to me going to come down to this matchup with Slay and Kelsey. Now, um, let's go into the kind of the over-unders and all that stuff here. As I look at the over and under, um, well, first of all, the money line at this point is Kansas City minus 105, Philadelphia minus 115. I just said I think Kansas City is going to take the spread at 1.5. I'll take Kansas City win the game, um, so I'm going to take them to, win, to take that minus 105 as well. And the over/under in this game, uh, Kansas was well, the overall over/under is a 50 and a half. I'm going to take um, I'm going to take the over on that. I think we're going to get more points. I don't think this is going to be a running and defensive battle. Based on what I'm seeing in the first, second, third, fourth quarter scoring, these teams are going to get their points against anybody. Um, I do like the strength of schedule that Kansas City played with respect to what uh, what the Philadelphia Eagles played, at, at least in terms of playing defenses. Like, I'm not a really big respecter of, you know, I know the Cowboys put up nice record. I know the NFC East put up three teams, could have put up four teams in the playoffs this year. I know they had their defense, but... Look, I've been a longtime watcher of the NFC East. I've seen better years with the NFC East. I'm just going to say that. I think Philadelphia, you know, Kansas City's defense, they're going to be able to score their points. I think Kansas City will be able to score their points in the Philadelphia Eagles. So at 50.5, Bavada has the over-under of the game, 50.5. I'm going to take the over on that. Um, so, uh, yeah, and I feel pretty good about the over. And then each team, Kansas City at 24.5, Philadelphia at 24.5. I'm going to take the over with Kansas City. And I'm going to take the over with Philadelphia. I think this is going to be like a 36 to 27 type game. It could go either way, but I'm going to go ahead and take the Kansas City Chiefs to cover. I'm going to take all the overs. I like offenses in this game. Um, don't panic. I might even take the I might even take the under in the first quarter, but I think the second, third, fourth quarter. It's once these teams start to adjust to each other, they're going to be able to score. So there you go. That's the show. I'm going to be getting into more of the prop bets on the Functional Sports of Hulk. I'm going to kind of gloss over the game because everybody's going to want my pick there. So, you know, if you're going to listen to both podcasts, just, you know, just fast forward five minutes in. Or don't. Or don't. I'm just listen to my, uh, my summary of, of everything because it's going to be a little bit more eloquent probably than I just gave you today. It's been a great season. It's been a fantastic season. I love football. And I'm very sad that it's going away. But the good thing is that the, uh, you know, we're going to get the, uh, the free agency period in February, March. 
uh, the combine, then we get the draft in April, then we get mini camps May June. I mean, this is a year-round sport. And then, of course, the Fantasy Football Almanac is going to be posted uh, the weekend before Father's Day, as usual. So, everybody, hey, it's been a great season. Not a great season for me picking against the spread, but it's been a great season for futures. It's been a great season for fantasy. hope everybody's had a good time listening. I hope everybody has a wonderful and safe time watching the Super Bowl. I hope you get President's Day off so you can get completely tanked if that's your thing and not have to deal with the uh, the, the at-work hangover or calling in sick even though, you know, you just don't want to feel like going into work. I, I, like, I, I like that we have the game now on President's Day weekend, although I don't get it off. It sucks. But anyway, everybody, have a great time. I had a great season. We'll be back next year. Um, and we'll probably be back, you know, incrementally too with some updates and all that stuff in between now and then. Thanks, everybody. Follow me. I'm at TFS underscore Sean. Check out the Fantasy Football Almanac. The 2023 Fantasy Football Almanac is already underway. Have a great, great time. I hope the team that you're rooting for wins. Um, I'm just hoping for a great game with some drama. Thanks, everybody. Have a great season. Go out, make some bets. Get paid. You want to get paid? Then get paid. Sean and Brad help you with the games. From the fantasy to the gambling. We the NFL experts help you win. You better tune in for the two hosts. They know everything from the players to the coaches. So get paid on a Sunday. Because the team right here know the game the most. From Chi-Town to the Florida coast. Got swag. Got butter with the toast. Brad's a washed up model. Don't hate on that. Sean writes the fantasy football almanac. So quit that losing time to win. We talk fantasy or real. Whatever you win. You're going to wish this podcast.